0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be listening to this, or whenever you happen to be listening to this. This is the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry Podcast. And uh, the reason why I'm mentioning that up front right now, even though customarily I haven't done that in the past is because there are a couple of people, regular listeners, who somehow have run into my other podcast and one of them admitted that uh, in the beginning he was uh, confused. Since we were talking about um, traditional weddings and what brides and grooms are to um, expect of the whole um, process. So I'm sure you've guessed it that my second podcast, uh, that one is called So You're Getting Married is geared towards brides and grooms and it's just me riffing and talking about different things that they should expect in the wedding planning process with maybe some Um, tips and tricks and useful insights for those of us who are newlyweds. So yes, so that's the second podcast. And so because of that, in order to avoid the confusion, whenever I'm starting either podcast, I'm going to make an announcement at the beginning so that for those of you who only want to listen to me for business-related stuff, you know that you can stick right here and you can skip that. And for those who are more interested in the personal stuff that we discuss about on the other podcast, you can remain Over there. But then again, there's a much easier solution. Whatever app it is that you use to listen to um, these shows, either of these shows or both of them, um, whether you're using uh, iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud. You're going to be able, um, there's a, okay, not on SoundCloud, Um, what's the other one? Spotify, yes, on Spotify and the rest of them. There's a subscribe um, feature. So all you have to do is subscribe and then all the episodes are lined up there for you to listen and so you don't have to wait until I push out and promote things on um, social and you don't um, have to risk running into the other podcast. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of what we have lined up today. We're still on the um, the um, sales clinic that 's the uh, what 's his name again Godwin yes g power we're running through um, scenarios of questions that he could ask his customers to find out how serious that they are and if you remember the whole point of the um, of the session with uh, mr G power was to find customers who can afford his products and services without having to um, without having to uh, rely on bank uh, bank financing so my diagnosis was that this was a uh, qualifications problem that's basically he wasn't asking the right kind of questions of the clients and so that is what put us on this path that we are right now where we're looking at possible questions that he could ask his clients and of course uh, to be able to see if there's any insight from um, these sorts of questions, uh, to see if we event and wedding industry professionals can use um, can use uh, these sorts of um, tricks as well. So one of the questions that we looked at was for couples, let's say elderly couples, who the kids have already left the house and um for some people uh having inverters solar panels and these sorts of things installed it's really more about the kids so when the kids have grown up and left the house they're at university or they're married or whatever some people really don't think that there is a need and indeed. I did live with, okay, not with, well, in the same compound, with one of those such um, couples. So all the kids had left the house. And um, even though light was really bad where we stayed, we got a generator. Uh, but they, quite frankly, didn't bother. Maybe they would bother with a generator when the grandkids happened to be in town. But they were just fine living the way that they were, you know, elderly couple, um Maybe they weren't cooking much, I don't know, but for some reason, they didn't think they had uh, any need for alternative um, power solutions, even though they were of means. So um, this man, who happens to be my landlord, was uh, rumored to be a multi-millionaire. So now, in this case, if you are in G-Power situation and you sell inverters, solar panels, and generators, or whatever it is that you sell, you're not going to make much headway speaking to this kind of couple because um, even though they can afford it and they can um, stroke you a check quite easily, uh, well, for them, there's no urgency there. They would have done it if the kids were around or if the grandkids are around, but it's just both of them alone. And so, quite frankly, they see no reason why they should. So in your conversations with um, um, uh, possible customers, clients, if you are in um g power situation it'll be one question that you would have to ask from the get go you know oh i've noticed that uh, the kids are all grown they've left the house so it's just you and mommy that are left in this house um are you guys comfortable with the way things are or are you guys really considering um uh taking the decision on something like this now getting um getting the getting an inverter or a backup system and stuff like that and um your the responses that you might get could range from a number of things they could say oh yes uh, we're going to go ahead with that even though the kids are not here we are uh, we are absolutely um, committed to being comfortable uh, in our old age and then you get to ask them more questions you know about what comfort means uh, means for them uh, you know what's important to them is it that? Uh, Uh, They have access to the fridge and the microwave all the time or to the TV and the air conditioner. And then that would determine um, the different products or different kinds of batteries that you would have to, uh, that you would now um, recommend to them. And in that case, you'd be going ahead. But then again, if they say, "Ah, we're we're just a bunch of old farts, there's no point in going ahead with this. you know, the, the the grandchildren are hardly around here anyway, so um, there's no point. We're not going ahead with it. Some people might think that this is a bad answer, but it actually is a good answer because you have saved yourself a lot of back and forth. Because it's possible that you could be having the conversation with this um, old couple. And then they want to be polite. They don't want to let you down. Maybe they're thinking, should we do this to support this young man or to encourage him or something? And they're hemming and hawing. And the conversation could easily stretch out three weeks, maybe a month. And at the end of the day, um, the answer comes back to a no. Because in this kind of situation, remember, we're all about using people's motivations to advance the sale. Um, if there was no motivation there from the beginning, there's no amount of magic that you're going to do to be able to um, get them to um, to take that next step. So it's really important that you ask these questions because uh, whenever you assume, uh, whenever there are assumptions on either side, sometimes unpleasant things happen. You enter into the deal um, on terms that are not favorable to either of you or you could waste your time doing lots of toasting and chasing and follow-up, and they weren't really going to go ahead with the deal um, in the first place. So that was my recommendation, one of the recommendations to um, G-Power. And uh, how does this apply to those of us in the wedding and the event space? Well, it's quite simple. In running our businesses, we all have um, make-or-break situations uh, that we've come up with um, because we've been interacting with uh, people for a while. So it makes sense to have all these uh, make or break um, conditions uh, as part of the conversations and you uh, ask questions about those. For instance, I have run into an event planner here in Abuja. I know that she's a rarity because uh, she's the only one that I've met uh, who has this opinion. But in her own opinion, there's no point in you having an event planner if you're going to have less than 20 guests because for her she thinks if it's less than 20 you can't justify the expense and uh, really uh, um, once you have the catering sorted i mean everything else can be freestyled around especially if you already have an mc for the event so there's no point for having an event planner now again this is not my own personal recommendation and i think and i'm sure that this is not the opinion of event planners in abuja at large but it's just the opinion of this my particular friend you know less than 20 guests there's no point in having an event planner so for someone like her since that's your make or break uh situation it's a question that you should ap- uh, ask up front okay so we've looked at the list is you yeah it's mommy uh, it's the grandkids uh it's mr and mrs uh, Adejo, and so on so it's just going to be 16 people um i really don't think there's any need to have a wedding planner in this case because there's any i'm not going to be able to bring um i'm only going to be able to bring limited value in this situation i mean that's my own professional opinion but is this something that you still want to go ahead with you know so you've given your make or break you've enlightened them you know they will hear it and they'll either say yes or they will say no and if they say um, yes, that they're going to go ahead with it, well, you've done your own bit, you go ahead, you get the check and you perform uh, to the best of your abilities. And then in the uh, the other way, if they say no, um, because that's precisely what they were thinking all along, it's best that that came out now rather than everything go ahead and then at the end of the day there's minor grumbling here and there like uh, this wedding planner this event planner what did she do anyway you know nothing special we just wasted money blah 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 you know stuff like that so um we all need to ask um all these uh, questions about all these make and break um situations about all these uh, conditions about specific um situations that we know our prospects uh our prospective customers have we need to ask all these questions up front find out the motivations and that is what we're going to use to um, close the sale so um i hope uh you guys have been able to get the point with the last uh set of questions that we have explored these past couple of days that the whole point of this is we're trying to get to the bottom of whether there is any Urgency, or whether there's any sense of importance um, with the importance with the task at hand. So it's absolutely critical to the sales process. We have to um, uh, dig deep, get to their own uh, internal um, motivations, because there's nothing that we can do to move them forward if it's not important or if they are not ready to take that next step. So, for the future episodes, we're going to continue in the same vein. We're going to be looking at implication and need payoff questions. For those of you who've been listening uh, from the beginning and you're familiar with uh, the framework that I mentioned, the SPIN framework, uh, that's uh, Neil Rackham's framework. That's situation questions, problem questions, implication questions, and need payoff questions. We'll start looking at specific examples of implication and need payoff questions. The whole point of these questions basically is to unearth the problem and then to really dig it in so that the uh, prospective customer realizes that they have a problem. So in this case, let's say you're an event planner. The whole point is not just for everybody to realize, everybody at the table, that's you, the bride, the groom, uh, parents of the bride and groom, not just to realize that there's a problem, but you really dig it in so that they realize how Significant the problem is, or why it's really important that someone of your um, skill and expertise uh, handle um, this particular event. So, those are the kind of questions that we'll be looking at in future episodes. So, thank you very much, guys, for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja based photographer Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. As we're rolling over into uh, 2021, I'd like to wish you guys a happy New Year's um, celebration with friends, family, and loved ones. And also to remind you guys just hang in there. Yes, I know there's no significant difference between December 29th and January 1st. But um, having, but yes, having a positive and hopeful attitude is something that could make a difference especially since right now we kind of know what the playbook is going forward so earlier in March or in February depending on um, where you are in the world yes at that time it was sprung upon us and uh, it just seemed to come out of nowhere but the thing is we've had a couple of months is this like uh, eight months eight, nine months now, to deal with this whole thing of um, lockdowns, full lockdowns, partial lockdowns, uh, having to organize um, events um, safely and, you know, what that means and things like that. So we've had some time to be able to work out how this is going to affect our businesses. And so because of that, I really do think that those of us in the wedding and event space can remain hopeful because even though it's not quite what we're used to, at least we now have a playbook that we've been working on for the past eight months and we should be able to use that to grow our businesses in 2021 so thank you very much guys for listening and thank you for being uh with me over the past uh 80 something episodes i'll have to confirm before the next recording uh thank you for your love and support really appreciate it um catch you guys in 2021 and have a wonderful uh, New Year's celebration with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. And we'll pick up the hustle again on um, January 1st, January 2nd. You know, whenever it is, we pick up the baton, and we'll continue with the hustle. So thank you very much, guys, for listening. I'll catch you at the next episode.